0: what's up everybody thursday night football is approaching in what better way to top it off right before the game starts with the sick podcast collab we have the talking titans Steeler crazy let's just get to it sammy
1: turn up your body, your body.
2: because you're about to listen to the sick podcast, the sick podcast. it's gonna be sick
0: It's going to be sick. There you have it. Sal and Vinny,
3: how are you guys? I'm doing good, well, man. thanks. Thanks for uh, this little collab tonight. Looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we're very,
0: we're very thankful because uh, I didn't want to put him on the spot, but it's uh, Michael's birthday tonight, so uh, dude, sorry we don't dude. have a cupcake or anything. No, it's cool. Uh,
1: it's not just that, but we're I, outnumbered tonight. We're usually just got Sammy and Anello back there, two titans. Yeah, we got four yeah. on today. Man. So. They're almost they're it, like forming a we're, we're team completely right now. outnumbered. I know it could right? be
3: it could be uh, five of us. But Jared still in Turks and Caicos living his best life. Wow. I wish I was there, but hopefully yeah, he's having
0: a so good time. Right <laughs> yeah. So uh just I'll, I'll start it off. Um, you know, we were we were talking off air a little bit. Uh, Will Levis, Mr. Mayo himself. Um, is getting the start. I know you guys are probably over Ryan Tanninghill is as Titans fans right now. Uh, this guy came in. He lit up the Falcons for four touchdowns. Um, he has a cannon for an arm. Um, how do you think that he's gonna match up against this Steeler defense? We do have Cam Hayward, he just announced that he's coming back. Um, this isn't the Falcons defense. You have one of the best generational talent, TJ Watt, on the other side of the ball. How do you see him faring against uh the Pittsburgh
3: Steelers on Thursday night? Go for it's it, so. oh well. Look at us both being gentlemen, you know. But I guess I guess I'll start. Um listen. After last week's last week's performance, Will Levis could put mayonnaise on anything he wants. I, I don't really care. There is no reason for us to believe um, that this week should be any different because we've convinced ourselves he's the best ever after just one game. I mean, did you watch the guy play? It was amazing. Yeah. But, no, obviously, T.J. Watt is one of the best defensive players in the league. He's won the award, I, I believe, at least once. I'm sure you guys could tell me how many times he's been defensive player of the year. But it's not going to be, you know, sunshines and rainbows forever. You know, it's Pittsburgh is a tough place to play. You guys have historically owned us there. I know um, it might not be as hostile as it is in New York or Philly, um, but I know you guys get rowdy too. So it's never an easy place to play. Um, I expect a low-scoring, ugly game. Um, I think we're going to devise a nice game plan for Will Levis. I mean, I love what they did last week, a lot of quick passes to set everything up, um, to get him you know, going, to get him in a groove, and I expect much of the same. And I'm not really as worried, as worried about Will Levis as I am our offensive line. Um, we have been struggling on the offensive line for years now. Uh, it seems at times like we're getting it together, and then at times we look awful. And your defensive line, I believe, um, is the same reason why our team keeps us in a lot of games, and it's because of your defensive line. You know, Titans fans, we love our line. I know you guys do as well, and it is uh, for good reason because it is nasty. So I'm more worried about the offensive line, but like I said, because you guys can get after the quarterback, I expect a lot of quick passes to set everything up. Uh, I expect a big day out of uh, Tajay Spears. I'll get into that later. Not as much, Henry. But, um, of course, I'm worried about – yeah, of course I'm worried about T.J. Watt and Hayward coming back. Of course, of all weeks, it's this week. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I listen, Will Levis gave us all the reasons to believe last week, um, but it's not going to be that easy forever. And I, I like this, though. It's a good test for a young quarterback off a big win um, on a short week in a tough place against a team we haven't beaten in a long time. I like the um, challenge for young Will Levis.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can I can echo a lot of what he said. I mean, realistically speaking, I think as Titan fans, we need to lower expectations a little bit. Obviously, what we saw on Sunday was uh, well above and beyond expectations or even our wildest dreams for that matter. So to expect Will Levis to show up on prime time in one of the toughest places to play in the NFL and uh, drop another four tutties, I think that's unrealistic. But like I said, going into last week, what we need to continue to see out of him until he's comfortable in this league is not losing us the game. And that's essentially the opposite of what he did on Sunday. So things that Tannehill and Malik would do, which would lose us the game, bad throws to the sideline, uh, taking sacks that are unnecessary sacks. If you watch the last series against the Ravens in in, uh, England, Malik Willis had to go out of bounds at the end of the game, down 10. And he just stayed like he purposefully stayed in bounds. And I think that was the final straw with him. We just need to see smart plays like Levis made to not put us in bad down and distance situations, and he's been doing that with flying colors. So if he can do that Thursday night, even if he doesn't throw four touchdowns, even if he throws a pick here and there, if he trusts his arm, we can see that he trusts his arm, and he doesn't go out of his way to lose us the game, then we're going to continue to ride this cloud nine that we're on, or as Vinny said, cloud eight, Um, and we're just going to keep moving and keep trying to build around him.
1: Fellas, the Steelers' offense has been historically bad, but I think if you talk to Steelers Nation and a lot of people around Pittsburgh, certainly Jordan and I, we would tell you that our weakest positional group this season has been defensive backs, believe it or not. Leads me into D Hop, man. This guy comes out of the grave last weekend. Scores three touchdowns, his first three touchdowns of the season, uh, of course, against the Falcons. Listen, he's had a decent year, 11 catches I saw a couple games ago. However, just lit it up with Levis at quarterback. Tell me, tell me where that came from, and uh, you know him getting more comfortable in the offense.
2: Yeah, I'll be, um, well, no, go ahead. No, no, yeah, no, no didn't you didn't know. mind. I would, I w- I, w- I would like to start on this one. I'll be very brief, though. What, what a lot of people need to realize, uh, whether you be whether a Titan fan, not a Titan fan, casual football fan. We had a quarterback, uh, arguably over the last year and a half, that was as un- unmobile as you could be, um, as what he appeared to be terrified in the pocket. Uh, and really a guy who could barely even make a check down. I mean, Ryan Tanhill since that uh, really since he got hurt last year um, has just been abysmal in every single statistical category. Um, and it's been proven even more so now this past Sunday that we didn't wake up the hop out of the grave. We just gave him a quarterback that can get him open. And that's when you have a guy that still has the speed he has, still has the hands he has. If you can get him open, he is going to reward you. And Will Levis obviously got him open because he was able to lead him, you know, 50 yards down the field, which just Tannehill just can't do anymore. And it's okay; It's not a it's not a knock on him. Um, But realistically speaking, I think you're going to see more improvement out of a lot of younger players with this kid. If he continues to play the way he plays because he's trusting his arm. And that's just something we have not had at quarterback Really, uh you know, even with Mariota at times he never trusted his arm, and that was one of his one of his biggest issues, so it's just the most refreshing thing to see, and that's the biggest reason why you're seeing these stars play like stars because the quarterback's the most important position, and I think we can all agree on that
3: no absolutely, and um uh the reason why Dehop came back from the grave is because he didn't have a quarterback who was playing from the grave, and that was Ryan Tannehill Sal alluded to it. Jarrett, our counterpart, who isn't with us today, is on vacation still. uh, Out of the three of us was the only one who still thought Tannehill deserved a shot. I've been done with him even the year before we lost to the Bengals. We lost to the Ravens in the wild card round. We won the division. They beat us at home. And I thought to myself, we're not going to get any better with this kid. And, yes, he was a victim of the bad play calling and inadequate talent around him. We traded the best receiver in franchise history. Um, so we didn't do many things to help him, but that was all the more reason to let him go. Cause he was never a guy who's going to win you a game on his own or elevate the play of the players around him. He needed talent around him to begin with. And we didn't do a good job at surrounding him with the talent or good play calling. That being said, I don't think D came out of the grave last week. I'm glad you corrected yourself he has been been targeted a lot this year and has had a solid year. I think even though he hasn't scored, he's had two games where the one game against the Colts he popped off, popped off another game. Uh, I think he has around at this point probably five or 600 yards. So he's on pace for a solid year. Maybe it's not the D-hop of old, but he can clearly still play. And Sal alluded to it with uh, Will Levis not only revitalized that offense, he revitalized that team, you know. When your quarterback is playing up to par, I mean, it elevates and motivates everybody from the team to the fan base to even Twitter communities. I mean, as I'm sure you guys can attest to that too. Usually, it's divided at least a few different ways. And Will Levis played so good last week; he revitalized Titans Twitter and the community that it is. Um, so it's amazing what a young, talented quarterback can do for your franchise. I know you guys are in a situation where I'm sure you're not sure if if you found your quarterback or not but i mean d hop has 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 proven he could still play at a high level i hope he sticks around for not only this year next year and maybe even after that pending on how good will levis is but um yeah he's the reason why 110
2: percent. yeah, yeah mike, mike and jay I'll, I'll turn it over to you now guys appreciate you giving us those solid questions on our team yeah Uh, obviously it appears that uh kenny pickett will be playing tomorrow night um, so with that being said, um, what's your what's your feeling on that? I mean, I don't know what the extent of the injury was last week. I don't know, you know, if you're at a at a point now where you might actually trust Trubisky a little bit more at the moment. Where are your guy's heads at with Kenny, and what have you thought of him so far, leading up until this week? Yeah, Jay, what?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's tough. Like, you know, uh, the rookie season, you know, with all the concussions and uh, I'll be honest, like I uh, tweeted out uh, earlier this week that I think that I seen enough of Mitch Trubisky. I think that, you know, he's a solid quarterback, uh, a solid backup quarterback, but I I was, I was in the Mason Rudolph uh, giving him a chance if Kenny Pickett couldn't go. I think the thing thing with Kenny Pickett is that he does have that it factor. And I mean, the guy is banged up and wants to go out there and play and give it his all. If that can't get your team fired up, I don't know what will. Um, But yeah, it definitely worries me. I mean, because uh, as a football player, I mean, you can't go down and have this many injuries this early in your career and and say, Hey, this is our franchise quarterback. It's definitely worrisome. Um, But at the same time, um, it also the grit, you know, or a blue collar city, it's a blue collar town and he embodies everything. It's a Pittsburgh Steeler. So yeah, I'm going to root for the guy just like you guys, you know, would root for, you know, whoever is playing a quarterback for the Titans. But uh, it's definitely worrisome. I think that, you know, I think that we would have won the Jacksonville game if Kenny Pickett would have stayed in um, because he comes alive. He's like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. I don't I don't know what he, I don't know what goes on uh, the first three quarters. You know, there's like 50 yards passing and then the fourth quarter, it just comes alive. But uh, yeah, there's definitely worrisome, but I think it's, it's good that he's going to get back in there and play. I just hope that these injuries don't continue because you got to draw the line somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's a rib injury, fellas. So I mean, obviously, it's something that is going to impact him if he gets hit hard. Uh, you know, could impact throws, of of course, as well. Uh, but Jordan said it. I mean, he's a he's a gritty dude. I'm not surprised uh, if he tells Coach Tom and he wants to play, he's going to play because he's at that part. Uh, you know, in his career, obviously, at this point, the keys are handed to him. It's it's his team. But you know, the story isn't just about health. It's obviously how inefficient he's been when he's actually been healthy and played. Unfortunately. Um, your guy, Will Levis, threw four touchdowns last Sunday. Kenny Pickett hasn't done that once in 20 games. Uh, never done it in his entire career, right? Uh, Steelers have gone 54 consecutive games without 400 yards. Don't you remind 375 yards me. Wow. total last game. Uh, and listen, a lot of the ineptitude has been placed on Matt Canada, offensive coordinator. I, I don't know how aware you guys are of it. They're a fire Canada chance. Literally, college game day in Utah last week. Yeah. You have fire candidate chance all throughout the country. I mean, this guy is like the most hated dude in Pittsburgh sports history uh, right now because he's not innovative whatsoever. His game plans are super vanilla. We, we used him as, as, you know, the excuse for this offense's lack of success the last two seasons. But at this point, Kenny Pickett's absolutely a part of that because you, you would have outliers, right, every once in a while. Uh, you just would like if, if you had if you were the worst chef of all time and I gave you a bunch of ingredients and said cook me 20 meals like one out of 20 you would I'd be like damn this is banging you did a great job this is delicious Kenny hasn't had that in, in literally one game he hasn't you know had four 300 yards and four touchdowns so um yeah I mean we we're we're still holding out hope right people always throw out look at Trevor Lawrence's first 20 games right you hear that 15 touchdowns 14 interceptions josh allen wasn't great through his first 20 games and then both these guys took off but they have much higher higher ceilings that's for sure too so um i mean you guys will get really your first taste of it obviously we haven't played each other since the kenny pickett era began uh he's steady but it's definitely not going to
3: uh be a shootout i could promise you fellas that well Thank with under. with that <laughs> with you, that under. Yeah. With that stat line, with the 400 yards, I think you made me and Sal feel a little bit better about ourselves and the Titans, because our fans. No, is bad.
2: Vin, Vin, I'm gonna you know, now let me finish. You, no, but I, I'm gonna let you. But you know better than anyone what is the only team in the NFL that takes care of any awful records that are at hand. It's the Titans. So I would, I would, huh. I, would I would depend on there, there being a good chance. Let me check on this more.
1: weather report, fellas. Let, this this will dictate a lot. No, I go haven't ahead, man. seen I'm this sorry. yet. Well, Jordan, what are you looking at? Is it snowing up? Snowing up there that way?
2: What are you I mean,
0: it was snowing way? today. It wasn't. It wasn't sticking much, but it's definitely. Uh, I it was in the forties.
2: I think I Sammy. Yeah. I think you got a uh, Sammy. Don't you have a uh, a live clip Doppler. of uh, the the weather right now in uh, Pittsburgh? You, uh, I think you. Oh wait. What? Oh shit. Oh, 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 oh shit. Boy, boy. Oh, 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 how do yeah. I? How
1: do I exit out of this? My this
2: fault. My
3: fault. How did I
2: know? My fault. How did that, that wasn't
3: end it. up
1: that was to wasn't you guys?
3: It. That wasn't my fault. Wow. Is that?
2: That was right my can... Yeah. Here, Sammy, bring,
0: bring been... up all the Titans Super Bowl trophies. Oh, wait. oh shit! <laughs> I, I had no
2: idea that was going to happen. I apologize, Sammy. I can't believe you did that right. to these two guys. I yeah, mean, these yeah. guys. This is part. I of know, especially game. Mike
0: on his birthday. On his yeah. birthday. I mean, oh, he he's,
3: he's caught me off. He's tell Sammy to put these videos in. He's reckless right now. He needs to be stopped. It's you know, what good fun. You don't nothing.
1: disrespect the terrible towel. That's that's yeah. just yeah. common sense, man.
3: Yeah, I actually have um, a manager of mine. One of my managers is a diehard Steelers fan. Lives in the area, and he I joke. I joked with him once when we played each other a couple of years ago. I said, "I'm going to wipe my, you know what, with the terrible towel," and he said, "Well, then you'll wake up with colon cancer because you'd never do that." And I'm like, "Okay, they <laughs> don't they don't play with the terrible towel thing." So I learned real yeah. quick not to disrespect any Steelers fan like that so I apologize for on Sal's behalf you know a- I we'll, blame, we'll blame it on Sammy yeah I mean, the
1: Jaguars are anti-Steelers they just obviously or you guys I should say are anti-Jags heavily because of yeah. the A C well, South so yeah. listen we we need some backing here because of what happened this past Sunday
3: let the Jags think they're cool because they've been good for uh like two minutes half a season yeah uh, other than that they've I can't, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. I did not yeah, know not that, that. No, yeah.
2: that's fucked up. No way. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: Trevor Lawrence, before he was like <laughs> saying like, oh, like I, you know, they have little towels. He was actually kind of respectful, but obviously his teammates weren't because you've seen the clip there. So,
1: but anyway, but, uh, back uh, to he really before. did us like that.
3: Back to before uh, Sal cut me off. Um, you know, if oh, I have guys. accepted your apology, Sal, I thought about it between now and then. Um, You know, you made me feel a little better, maybe not, Sal, about your offense being as bad as it is because our offense has struggled the last few years, and I also sympathize with you guys because Matt Canada seems like is what Todd Downing was for us, you know, the few years where we had him where it was god-awful. We were lucky if we sniffed 20 points a game. We had one anomaly against the Packers on Thursday night. And Captain Asshole decided to get a DUI when we landed back in Tennessee, and then that was really that. So Thank God he did. um, Yeah, seriously. And thank God he didn't kill anybody, um, just just (laughs) our offense for a few years. Um, But, yeah, I sympathize with you there. My question for you is because I feel like we're two teams in similar situations, good head coaches that have similar personalities, well-respected guys, defenses that are good, offensive that have struggled, but always going to be a tough out. There's been talk within Titans, you know, the Titans realm, Twitter, world, whatever you want to call it, that some people are starting to get frustrated with Vrabel and they wouldn't be all that surprised if after six years, if we don't make it, you know, to the playoffs this year, you know, he's been here long enough and we think maybe his time could be up. There is some people that feel that way. Steelers fans are all over the place. I know a handful of them. I think some of them feel the same way about Tomlin as some Titans fans do about Vrabel. How do you guys feel about um, Tomlin? Um, what's your frustration level with him in uh, the staff as a whole? Because we've we've heard as you know, he has the same kind of loyalty as Variable, He's stubborn in who he hires and who he brings in. And it's always internal. How do you guys feel about, you know, your situation? Um, because I feel like we're, we're going through similar things at the moment with our staff as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take it, Jordan, to start. Definitely the large amount of frustration stems from him keeping Matt Canada on staff, right? He has certainly enough pool where he's, he's making that decision or, or is a factor, a huge factor in making that decision. Canada actually recruited his son to play college football at Maryland, so they're close. They're, they're super tight, which obviously impacts you know much more than a professional relationship with that said i'm team mike tomlin all the way uh i do not blame him for a lot of their and i wouldn't call them struggles i mean the guy's been over 500 obviously since he's been in the league but for their lack of playoff success i should say lately the blame for me falls on the general manager formal former general manager i should say kevin colbert um and i'll tell you why because his recent history of first round picks man Tomlin has not been able to turn this chicken shit into chicken soup. I'll, I'll rattle off some names for you, all right? Uh, Jarvis Jones, okay, is oh. a first-round pick. Artie Burns, is a cornerback, is oh. a first-round pick.
0: Halloween's uh,
1: over. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Ha- Halloween is over. Um, I, I'll give you a couple more. So, Devin Bush is a, is a first-round pick. Um, Wasn't well, he guy, good for,
3: like, a second? His so rookies rookie year and then after the
1: torn ACL. He's banged up. I mean, you could you could kind of – guys have come back from torn ACLs. But after that, I mean, he was mush. He was literally one of the worst inside linebackers in football. Uh, so your guy, who actually was not bad in Pittsburgh, but I'm sure you didn't love him in Tennessee. Tell me, how do you feel about Bud Dupree? I just got to ask.
3: Oh, I mean, we liked the when he was on the field, yeah. but that's about it. He was productive when he played, but the greatest ability is availability. And, you know, he wasn't yeah. available often.
1: And, you, and interestingly enough, you just got Terrell Edmonds as well,
3: uh, who was another
1: first-round pick uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, who signed for peanuts with the Eagles this past season. So and for me, it's always a clear tell, like, when these guys leave the Steelers outside of Bud Dupree, when other teams are giving them peanuts. Bush signs for nothing. Jones is out of the league, right? So it's it's not like these guys went to other places and became good. That, that to me, is is a tell that they, you know, coaching – maxed out on them so I Tomlin's a is a great coach he's a good football mind he's getting a little bit left behind because of of how the game has changed in terms of offensive head coaches just taking off right every Super Bowl the past handful of years is from McVay to Zach Taylor with the Bengals to Arians I don't have to tell you guys uh to Sirianni last year and Andy Reid of course so these defensive coaches man they're not in vogue anymore they're just not like it's 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 a Mike McDaniel type league at this point. You just gotta, you just gotta be blunt about it. Right, Jordan.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a big Tomlin guy. I will say this though. I just think that at some point you have to be on the hot seat in the way that the Steelers are. I think we had it was three coaches in the entire franchise history. Um, so it's like, it's, it's really, who's going to light the fire. I feel like, You know, the Roonies are the ones, but at the same time, it's like I think that they're all in cahoots with each other. So I think that the fan base is the most unhappy because, you know, we preach that the standard is the standard. Obviously, Mike said it. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. We know how tough it is to win in the NFL. Like, you know, we have six Super Bowls and not to bring this up, but it's a good analogy is that, you know, your franchise has none. So imagine (laughs) just getting. One Super Bowl, what that would feel like, you know, the Steelers are got lucky one he's got one yeah and 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 a lot of people say, you know, it was with Cower's players, but at the same time, you play the season, it doesn't matter. he He was the coach, and he he won the game. that That's what matters. But uh, I just think that something needs to happen eventually because, you know, we preach. there's literally a sign at Akershore Stadium that says the standard is the standard. And uh, you can't keep saying that. And if the standard is just being 500, then that's not really a standard. Um, But I will say that Mike Tomlin is, I I think he's, you know, a top five, top 10 coach in the NFL. Um, He's great. I mean, he speaks for himself. I'll, I'll go to bat for
1: him. appreciate you guys too i'll throw it over you guys we'll hit you with one or two more things and i guess we'll give some predictions and jump off here uh we've Mm. gone 24 minutes and the name derrick henry hasn't even been said so that's probably a record on on any titans podcast and and in history i I would imagine um obviously hot trade deadline rumors out there flying around he stays in nashville i'm sure you guys are excited about that that's a guy that i I feel like he's just going to be Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling until he's 66 years old out there somehow. Yeah. You'll be like Frank Gore to the ground. Man, yeah, I- yeah, literally. Frank Adrian Peterson played forever. Uh, tell yeah. me, tell me about Henry right now. How are you guys feeling about him still being there?
3: Well, I'm staring at his jersey, his signed jersey right in front of my face. I mean, he he bring he's the first player I would say to 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 bring back the Eddie George type memories for me. I was at the playoff game in Baltimore. When he ran for 200, Sal and Jarrett were at the game in New England. I mean, he has given us memories that will last a lifetime, and I love that he has always wanted to be here. Um, just a, a class act, a great player, and I hope he retires a Titan. Has he seemed like he's maybe lost half a step? Maybe half a step. You know, he, he might not be the same player he's been. But guess what? Last year he had the quietest 1,900-yard all-purpose season, I think. No one talks yeah. about at least 10, 12, 13 touchdowns, I think he had two. This year he's still on pace for like 1,200 yards, six, seven touchdowns. So it's funny that you know people are saying he's falling off and he's going to have a year that would be an amazing year for most running backs. It's well, his word in the reins. You know? Did you lose me yeah. for a
2: second? All you guys well, went for a, a, second, a second. For a second you did, but yeah. we're, we're yeah. good now. Yeah, yeah I,
3: mean, so uh, I, mean, I mean, listen, he's a uh, he's, he's phenomenal. I want him to be here forever. Um, you know, I'm glad he didn't get traded. You know, I wouldn't have been surprised if it did happen. It would have broke my heart. But, I mean, listen, we lost Kevin Byer la- this past week. I mean, it's a business. And very rarely does one player play everywhere forever. But we have a rookie in Tajay Spears who I, I spoke about earlier. I think he's going to get a lot of action this week. We drafted him in the third round. He's been statistically one of the best, I think the best rookie running back this year. There's some stat I sent Jared and South today on Twitter um, that was tweeted out by some account. But he's been great. Uh, he can catch the ball. He's elusive. He's tough. Um, I think he will get more action than people think this week. One, it's a short week. Henry had 22 carries last week. He's probably still sore. I think Tajay Spears touched the ball four or five times last week. He's fresh. I alluded to the fact that we need to get the ball out quickly. Derrick Henry can catch the ball. It's not his specialty. It's Tajay Spears' specialty. I think we'll see him in the backfield a lot, catching a lot of passes. I expect you know, both backs to get between the 12 to 15 to 18 touch mark. I think we're going to run the ball around 30 times. It's going to be pretty close to a 50-50 split. But as far as Henry goes, man – he is up there, I think, on every Titans fan's top five of all time. And, you know, I hope he's here. I hope we re-sign him to a team-friendly deal next year because this is the last year of his deal. But I'm ranting and, and raving about our boy. I'll let Sal do the same.
2: No, I'm just uh, hes – he's got a quarterback. Uh, I'd like to see him have a quarterback that that people fear for once in his career. He's never had it. Uh, and you could say whatever you want, even at Daniel's best. He, nobody feared him. You know, he was just a guy that was able to get it done. So – uh, if Levis has it and uh, we keep him around for a little bit, I'd love to see what Derrick Henry can do with a guy who you have to fear through the air. So that's something also to look into. Uh, first game wasn't too shabby on Derrick Henry's end with a guy who could throw. I think he averaged about four and a half yards a carry, which is kind of normal for him. But again, once these defenses realize that they got to worry about Levis over the top, I think he's going to really reap the benefits from it. So uh, I hope that starts Thursday night. Unfortunately for you guys, but I, I, I genuinely do so. And I don't know. I'll throw it back to you real quick before we go to predictions. How do you think the the loss of uh, Minka is going to affect this game at all? I know you guys picked somebody up from Detroit yesterday or something along the lines. So A D back. Uh, how's all that looking? How's that going to fit into play?
3: Georgie's fine. It's Minka Fitzpatrick.
2: Yeah,
1: it's going to hurt. I mean, he's elite. One of the you know uh, top five safety, obviously for my money and in, in football. And considering that the back end of the Steelers defense has plagued them all season, uh, is is going to be a killer. It's, it's you know it's something that Will Levis can obviously take advantage of if he's able to throw the ball down the field to guys like Hopkins, um, and and you know work the tight ends a little bit. What's up with what's up with Chig? Is Chig still the guy? Who's, oh who's
3: god! Don't get it started on Chig, man. Bad drop last week. Made up for it a little bit with a third down catch, but. He was hyped all preseason. He had a strong rookie showing. But I mean, it's it's been we haven't been explosive on offense, but the opportunities he has gotten, he hasn't capitalized on them. So we are Who's very the slot for you guys. Is it Tini Westbrook? Is it Kyle we have Kyle Phillips? He's a second year guy at UCLA. Hurt a lot last year, hurt this year. The staff loves him because we give him every chance in the world. Um, but we'll move players all over. We'll have Hopkins in the slot, Nick Westbrook, yeah. Jared's favorite receiver. Um, you know, but yeah, we move guys all over, but it's, uh, you know, Chig has been underwhelming and all Titans fans are a little, a little surprised and frustrated with him so far into uh, his second year.
2: Yeah. It's very elusive. his hands are just, uh, his hands are inconsistent. Right. He's so. a freak
3: athlete, freak athlete. You want to get him the ball, but, I mean he dropped a bad wide open pass where it would have been at least a 40 50 yard gain, if not a touchdown. Yeah.
2: But then he made a great third down catch. So he, he usually evens out, but at the end of the day, we need more out of him. We were we were talking Pro Bowl for him yeah. coming yeah, into the I, year and it's far from it. And then that it doesn't end there. Wiley, uh, we need we need more out of our tight end group, you know, all the way around. So
1: he was a sexy fantasy name, that's for sure. And I think he's let yeah. me down in at least one of my millions of leagues. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's gonna help the Steelers then. Uh, that Minka doesn't need to be on a George Kittle or a Travis Kelsey, um, you, you nah, know. But that, I you think don't... at the end, of, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, there, there's not much to say, Jordan, other than it's 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 awful. He's elite.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that you know the leader. I mean, I would say that Cam Hayward is the heart and soul of that defense. So getting him back is going to be huge. But for if we're just talking talent wise, losing Minka Fitzpatrick is yeah. going to be. Uh, it's it's going to be devastating. Is it so. for the year? Uh, uh, I don't. He's,
1: they haven't nah, like he's week to week. They haven't yeah. put him on IR or anything yet. But hamstrings, dude. Yeah, I
0: mean, I would eye. say if I had to like give a ballpark, I would say two to four weeks, probably. Hopefully, it's not yeah. that long. But
1: moved came back too early from a hamstring, reaggravated it. He's out longer. Yeah. Deontay Johnson reaggravated his. I think he's all right, but dude, hamstrings they could they could last two damn years somehow.
2: Yeah. Yep,
3: yeah. lingering. Cool. Well, shout out Mika Fitzpatrick, Old Bridge, New Jersey's finest. He's he's right wow. in between Sal and I where we live in, in Jersey. Yep. I have a
2: redemption. I have a, uh, I have a rookie redemption of his. I gotta yeah. figure out if I'm, when I'm gonna send that in. On yeah, yeah. Getting so upgraded? I don't know. I gotta. I got. I'll see how it looks when I get it. And I haven't sent it to Panini yet, but I'm excited to see it when I do. I think so it's out, of like, it's out of like twenty five.
3: Let's, let's get into these predictions, and um, we're yeah. going to tell you why we're going to be the team that's 4-4, four and four, not you. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: if I'm a gentleman, I'll let you guys go first. But um, what, what do you think is going to go down tomorrow night up in the Steel City? I'll start. So, well, last week I just
0: went out on a limb and said that, you know, the Steelers were going to break it, break the, uh, you know, 400-yard, uh, you know, record. That didn't work out too well, so I'm going to be a little bit again. more – I was really just trying to be optimistic and, you know, just, you know, put, you didn't put, know about
1: though. They played in poor Yeah. And Kenny
0: Pickett got hurt. So really it, it was like, they, they might've at least, you know, scored some more points, but anyways, uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. I think that again, I'm going to go, I think that the Steelers win this because the Steelers in prime time are very good. Um, and I'm going to say 16, 13, Uh, Steelers. I I, I, yeah, take the under on this game because I just I just feel that, you know, you you always want to think that the when the Steelers are going to get off to a fast start and I literally can't even pinpoint the last time where we came out and scored a touchdown on the first first drive of the game neither can we um so yeah I, I mean our teams are very similar that's why i said 16 13 and if if i was being a you know an analyst and a realist and not a homer obviously i'm always going to go with the steelers but we always say we're trying to be unbiased on our podcast and uh so i think it could flip either way i think it could be 16 13 titans or i think it can be 16 13 steelers but i'm going to go 16 13 steelers as long as kenny pickett can uh you know play all four quarters and hopefully, you know, injury free. So I'm going to say 16 and and a George Pickens touchdown
1: again. I like it. Man, screw 400 yards. We're going for 500. Come on now. This is yeah. it's a Titans defense. It's you must secondary. be a, you, you'll be sleeping. No, no Kevin Byard? No. It's going it's going to be a hard-fought game. crappy conditions. Jordan made a great point. Pittsburgh is great in prime time. Like that's not something you can quantify. It's not on the field obviously, but you look at the stats. Mike Tallman is that's like a 90 win percentage. It's absolutely insane. I was going to hit you with one more thing that I saw. The last 20 seasons when the Steelers have faced a rookie quarterback, the rookie quarterback is 1 in 15 in Pittsburgh, specifically. They are masterminds at developing game plans and schemes to kind of throw guys uh, off their scent. Levis, it's his second start. He, looked, he balled out, absolutely, but Jordan said it earlier. The Steelers aren't the Falcons' defense. It's a team that's going to be hella motivated after this loss. T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, still the best pass rush duo in the league for my money. J.J. Watt is going to be in the house. T.J.'s brother just announced it on Twitter, waving his terrible towel. He gave you guys nightmares for a decade, so I think T.J. Watt's going to give you more nightmares after this Steelers win. I'm going to get myself a Titans towel or something, and I'm going to take a video of myself stomping it back here and send you it. You guys to have family, towels, uh, right? Right after that, so whatever you guys got, maybe one of those there headbands you. or something like that. You might have to okay. mail that to me. Maybe we, maybe you guys wear a Steelers jersey, or we do some bet. I'll wear a Titans jersey. On yeah, the we'll podcast. wear a Titan. Um, I don't, I don't hate there it. Man. Man, I like that. Listen, I'll go Steelers 2017. Uh, it it's, it's going to be a solid game, but uh, I, I'd favor in the Berg.
3: Oh, well, the disrespect to Will William Donovan Levis by the 13-point prediction, how dare you? And then to you, only say 17. I mean, come on. Just disrespect to the future goat. Um, I do think it will be a, a close game. Watch what you wish for, though, buddy, with the Titans defense. I think you said, come on, this is the Titans defense. Let's look at that Falcons tape last Secondary. Week. And how we got out. It is our weak point, but guess what? Our, our defensive line makes up for it. Jeffrey Simmons is a problem. Jeffrey Simmons, in my opinion, is the second-best defensive tackle in the league to Aaron Donald. Um, you can argue th- three or four, but he's definitely top five, in my opinion. He's number two and will be number one soon. Danico Autry, the few gifts John Robinson gave us, Danico Autry was one of them. Um, we got... Uh Howard Landry has looked better the last few weeks. Arden Key has been great. And then a Pittsburgh guy himself, Pit Panther Rashad Weaver, um, has shown some flashes as yeah. well. So this defensive line is nasty. I do expect it to be a close game. I'm gonna say that we are going to win 24 to 17. I believe the Titans are gonna ride that momentum. I think we're gonna devise a good game plan. And you know, I think you said one in fifteen. The Titans are against the Steelers. Well, I talked about the law of averages before the show. Eventually, we have to buck the trend, right? So you're about to be a two and fifteen. I think that's
0: it. just rookie quarterbacks. It was, rookie uh, yeah, it's just yeah. rookie quarterbacks just uh, the, the Titans uh, in yeah.
3: the last tw- in the last twenty years. Well, I believe the law of averages, but, still, still but it still might
1: still. be one in fifteen with the Titans. Anyway, right. I mean, it, 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 it probably, probably is. Not. That video Sal it's
3: put it. up is probably the last time the win. The one that Sammy put up that Sal told him to, I was I had no part in that. No disrespect it's to right. you guys. Uh, was might have been the last time we beat you. But either way, I think the Titans, you guys have owned this as of late. I think we buck the trend tomorrow night. We ride the momentum. Um, I think you guys are just at a disadvantage right now without makeup Fitzpatrick. You, allude, you said JJ Watt. Well, you, you might need him by the end of the game to come down wow. from the stands and help out little brother. Because I think the Titans finally get you guys at home 24 17.
2: Salvatore, wow. what are we thinking? That was my exact score prediction. I swear to God. So wow. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not great gonna minds, great minds. Yeah, 24 17. Listen, I, another thing I gotta correct. I mean, not really correct, but I, the the Falcons' defense was nothing to, to really laugh at. I mean, as far as yards a game, they're top six i believe they only they give up less than 200 yards a game uh average so um they're pretty stout or i should say passing uh, they, they give up under 20 yards passing so their secondary has been decent um and will levis carved it up so that's what's gonna obviously there's no way i can get off this 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 wave that i've been riding for the last four days as far as what the future with Le- will levis is going to be so uh, i'm going to stick with 24 17. Uh, I think we're going to have a bend, don't break defense. You might put some yards on us, but I think our defense holds our own in the red zone. And uh, we take advantage of a, a, you know, a little banged up Kenny. Uh, You know, Kenny that even when healthy, hasn't been anything to go crazy about. I I still like his size. I still like his intangibles. I I think he's the future regardless, but I still think he has some growing pains to go through. Um, You know, even Josh Allen, like you look at his stats, first two, three years, he was Really sluggish, didn't have a ton of talent around him. You could make the argument that Kenny has some some decent talent around him, but uh I still think he's going through it. And I think Levis's momentum is just too crazy to ignore. So 24-17 Titans. Uh, but I I do give I do give Pittsburgh a, a chance to still sneak into a wild card. I think uh I I like their roster. I think they got they have a lot of leaders on that team. It's just gonna have to come together on offense for you guys.
1: But what about you guys? You give yourself a chance to sneak into Wildcard? Yeah, sure.
2: I think we, we have sure. still, we still have a shot at the division. I, think I, I genuinely think be so.
3: Four or five teams fighting for those last two spots. It'll be usual. now whoever doesn't win the north. So say Baltimore wins, I think Cincy and Pittsburgh will be in the uh, fighting for that spot, as will Tennessee, as will either Buffalo or Miami. Uh, I don't think the Chargers are gonna go away. There's gonna be four or five teams fighting for those last few spots. And just like you guys don't seem to ever go away, I think we kind of have that mentality as well. It's never going to be an easy out. Two very um, similar
0: teams. Yeah, definitely. we're gonna we're
3: gonna be in it a lot. And that ball bounces, a, you know, funny ways. And sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. And that'll be the difference between you know nine and eight, or eight and nine, or ten and seven, or seven and ten, and the difference of making it, um, you know, into the playoffs or not. But yeah, after last week. Um Will Levis is definitely his play has talked us off the ledge for sure. And um the fact that we didn't trade Hopkins or Henry, I think, you yeah. know, uh shows the front office's confidence and the fact that, you know, with this team intact as is, that you know, the division might be a little bit out of reach. Jacksonville seems like they're for real and they have a few game lead on us, but that while yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, after what they did last year, anything's possible. Um, But that wild card spot, absolutely. That last spot, I think we could, we'll could we be fighting for it until the end. If, you know, all things considered, yep. we stay healthy, you know.
1: Yeah, listen, with Mike Tomlin and Mike Rabel, I think you're always going to have a chance yep. at the end. All right, that has been the Sick Podcast Collab. Vinny, Sal, Jordan over there, whatever side you're on, on that side. Man, it's been a blast. Make sure you guys follow Talking Titans, Steelers, Crazy, all the other great Sick Podcasts we have out there. Of course, tune in on Thursday night. Of course, tonight we're Steelers. Titans, we're ready. It's going to be exciting. And then one of us will certainly have bragging rights, that's for sure, the next time we have a collab. so uh, Sammy's going to Sam regret Nella.
0: playing that, pit, that It'll be blip, tough for I'm them to talk you.
1: to us next week when we're on, but uh, no, it's all yeah. good fun. It'll course, be neat because I'm the one it. that did it, but I'll be <laughs> the one who read it. Right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Good luck.
3: You're going to need it.
2: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.